Gloucester Regiment. How do you know? Those are the nutcakes that never wear helmets. They're trying to prove it's mind over shrapnel. Captain, I'm sure you'll do very well after the war in a nice little free clinic somewhere. Goodness, what a sharp tongue. He sliced a lot of bologna with it. Hanger, where's your skirt? Missing in action, Don't ma'am. cover yourself, you hairy fool. I am covered, Major, covered with glory. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. A gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 18, Tea and Empathy. It's the 140th episode overall, directed by Don Weiss, written by Bill Idelson, originally aired on January 17th, 1978, and the production code is Y109. Colonel, I've got to talk to you. What is that smell? Finger, did you fall into the sauerkraut? I'm wearing Asian musk. It creeps out of the night to weave its magic spell. So does a skunk. You don't like it. Now stop sulking and speak up. I got a patella here that looks like a tennis racket. Somebody broke into supply and cleaned us all out of penicillin. Oh, damn. Black marketeers again. Thought I told you to change the locks on the supply room. I did, and it stopped them cold. They had to break down the door. Well, take a jeep, make the rounds, try and get us some more. Times like these, I could use a travel ensemble. Suction. Suction, suction, now. Can I do anything, Hawkeye? No, not yet, Father. we still got a chance. I'm sorry, Father. That was a dumb thing to say. Oh, no, no, I understand. I know I must seem like a vulture to you, waiting for the unfortunate ones. I wish I could be of more help. I wish I could, too, Father. Look at this guy. He's full of tea. Tea? Hey, you can't tell whether he's a soldier or a samovar. I don't quite follow. They gave him tea when he was wounded. Now it's seeping into the abdominal cavity. An engraved invitation to peritonitis. Oh, my goodness. Why would they do that? I don't know. I'll never understand some of these English units. They think a belly wound is an occasion for high tea. This guy took cream and sugar yet. As if his wounds weren't enough. Well, what can you expect from a country that has socialized medicine? Only Shakespeare, crumpets, Vivian Lee. Let's not forget penicillin. How can we? We don't have any. I also have the plot summary. Gloucester Regiment, part of the BCFK, British Commonwealth Force Korea, arrived at the 4077th. Colonel Potter calls them nutcakes who never wear helmets. BJ is recognized by a GI, Sergeant Johnson, upon whom BJ operated eight months earlier. He is wounded and seems to be in severe pain. Klinger has to break it to Colonel Potter. Their penicillin store has been stolen again. Father McKay tries to be useful, but no one seems to need last rites. Hawkeye rallies against the British tradition of giving wounded soldiers tea for soldiers with abdominal injuries. Tea may mean peritonitis. Major Derek Ross, the CO of the Gloucester Regiment, annoys the surgeon with his brisk attitude toward his men. A sergeant confesses to Father Mulcahy information about black market medicine. Hawkeye is shocked when he next runs into Major Ross in post-op. Hawkeye learns there may be different methods for different CEOs when it comes to command. Oh, here you are, lads. All looking quite chipper, I must say. Hello, Major. Well, we'll have you chaps back on duty in no time. The doctor says it will be a couple of weeks for me, sir. 
Nonsense. There are plenty of lads up on the line that are worse off than you. What do you think this is, a holiday at Brighton? Off of Merrill, Gov. Hmm? Who are you? Major Derek Ross, Gloucester Regiment. Uh, you wouldn't be the, uh, the chap that told this man he could lollygag around here for a fortnight. Yeah, that's my prescription. Plenty of rest and 100 cc's of lollygag. I don't appreciate your humor, Doctor. What is your rank? Either private or general. I can never keep that stuff straight. Whatever you are, you obviously plan to keep these men here much longer than necessary. They all look ready to go right now. Take another look, Major. These men need time to recuperate. Nonsense. Look at Michael's here. Roses on his cheeks. Take him out of here too soon. He'll have lilies on his chest. Ah, uh, is this mollycoddling standard procedure? These men aren't on holiday, you know. They're fighting a war. And they can't do it on their backs. Believe this guy? Like something out of Gunga Din. Uh, gentlemen, perhaps it would be best if you let me handle this. Uh, Major. Fact is that in our best medical opinion, it would simply be unwise to release these men prematurely. Have you ever had the beef wellington of the Dorchester? Now, see here, gentlemen. I'm their commanding officer, and I will not have these men lounging about in this luxury resort. But, Major, they're here on the American plan. Won't cost you a farthing. I, I don't mean to be rude, but I wish you'd mind your own bloody business. Well, I do mean to be rude, so I wish you'd get your bloody butt out of here. You'll be sorry for that. We've an old saying in America, get out. Very well, but I'll be back. Gentlemen. <laughs> I love the English. Wonderful manners. And guest stars for this episode, well, we have Brendan Fox playing Major Ross. He's a retired Welsh and television actor, known for his roles as Dr. Bombay from Bewitched. Oh, that's where I've seen him from, yeah. <laughs> I knew he looked familiar. Ah, and the naive, bumbling Colonel Quintedon on Hogan's Heroes. We have Sal Vescuso, who returns as Corporal Benny Bryant. Uh, Neil Thompson plays Johnson, 24 credits on his IMDb page, and includes appearing in a couple of episodes of the well-known Aussie soap Neighbours. We also have Neil Hunt, who plays Enright, a nice 24 credits for Neil. He even appeared in that wonderful, cheeky film, Barbed Wire, featuring Pamela Anderson. And Chris Winfield, who plays Whitefield, has eight credits on his IMDb, including yet another Pamela Anderson vehicle. Ooh, Baywatch. <laughs> then we have Jay Pirelli, who plays Michaels. Well, this is the only thing he did. Well done, Jay. And uh, Chris Mulkey plays the soldier. Now, Mulkey appeared in Captain Phillips. Patty Rocks, Against the Wall, Cloverfield, and the NBC TV movie of Knight Rider and 24. He appeared on Boardwalk Empire, Friday Night Lights, Boomtown, and Justified, and has acted since the mid-1970s, such as Beretta and Twin Peaks. Wow, he's been a busy man. Yeah. And then we have, of course, Kelly Nakahara returning as the lovely Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. Yay! How are you doing, old sport? Not so good. I've got a lot of pain. I need a shot, Doc. You've had two in the last eight hours. I can't help it. Pain's awful. Shouldn't be that much pain. All I know is it hurts. Okay. You need a shot, you'll get it. Thanks, Doc. I really appreciate it. Comes and goes, huh? Huh? What do you mean? I mean, you were in agony a minute ago, and as soon as I said you'd get a shot, you're happy as a clam. Well, just knowing I was getting some relief. What were you here for last time, Justin? Hip wound. 
Uh, it took some shrapnel. Bone wounds can be painful. How yeah. long were you on morphine? A uh, week. I don't know, maybe two. That was while you were here. How long after you left? <laughs> Come on, Doc. You're hooked, Johnson. You don't need that shot for pain. You just need it. You're not going to give me another shot, Doc? I'll give you everything but. I'll take care of you. I'll hold your hand if necessary, but I won't give you any more. I don't need you to hold my hand, Doc. I need that shot. Nope. You're not going to leave here a junkie, pal. That I promise you. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I figured since it was a British kind of episode, I would let Med start with this one. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> um... I've been waiting for this one. As soon as I watched it. <laughs> There's some nice lines about Charles about the British. It's socialised medicine, uh, which, is a, which is a lovely line. I like the story with the junkie patient um, being addicted to um, the... Yep, I have that in my notes as well. Very yeah, good. The, the morphine, yeah. That, that was nice. And, yeah, the Mulcahy he going out and, you know, trying to be useful again. Uh, that, we've had that before and we, we will have it again. And it's all very well and nice, but, you know, he's the chaplain there and he's there for a reason. Yeah. He's always useful. Um, he does get on my nerves a little bit when he goes and does stuff like that, especially dragging somebody else with him as well and then, then almost leaving Kinga <laughs> when, the, when the bell falls. Um, Charles getting his caught on Margaret, uh, his arm caught on Margaret, that's nice. Uh, and, and calling Klinger, you hairy fool. That, that had me. That <laughs> um, the, the only thing which I think is, I, I do love the storyline actually, and I do love the way the fact that Hawkeye realises that every CEO or every commander has a different way of dealing with his men. And it's such a good way, the way that uh, Ross deals with his men, where he's quite brisk to start off with, and he's because uh, that's how we are being British. Yeah. We like we like a bit of you know, right then, come on, Jerry, come on, lads, we'll be out of this you know, <laughs> as soon as we can. And the marvelous, uh, marvelous English accent, considering he's Welsh, um, it was pretty good. As for the others, um, <laughs> the the uh, the scene in which they're reading their letters, and now the bloke has taken a real fancy to your sister. It wouldn't surprise me if he popped the question before long. <laughs> I thought the family had given up, Billy. Oh, where there's a little dowry, there's a way. <laughs> Go on, read your letter, Billy. I'm on the edge of me pillow. <laughs> Percy's been out with her three times this week. Once for a walk on the heath, again for a toddy at the Bull and Bush, and today they went to the Royal Albert Hall. Taking a roundabout way to get to his flat, isn't it? <laughs> well, what is this time, Major? You're going to put the men through a few calisthenics and see if their sutures hold? Doctor, would you please spare us your diatribe until we're finished here? Uh, off you go, Michaels. Read your letter from home. Off you go, Michaels. Uh, right, sir. The baby's eating solid food now. I was holding her at the breakfast table, having some sausage... I turned my back and the little tyke ate half a mum's banger. <laughs> uh, which was almost as if they'd gone to the Dick Van Dyke uh, School of English Language. <laughs> was was funny because, you know, we, we all like to say, well, God blimey, Gavner, I've heard that my old dear has been going down and watching the Arsenal last week. That's absolutely trippy-dee-doo. And then suddenly the other guy who turns in has, has, doesn't have an, uh, an English accent for some unknown reason. He turns into Australian. So he goes, oh, mate, that's even better what he's doing. Oh, screw, crack on the old brush of tea. It's all great, Gavna. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> even in the 50s where we was, you know, our, our, our poor blokes who got drafted into the Korean War, you know, they, they weren't all cockney, cockney lads from the Bow Bows. It just didn't work like that. But, uh, was, you know, that was my favourite. <laughs> I was watching that and I'm like, oh, my God, I was cringing. And I don't even, I mean, 
their accents were just so funny. I'm like, dude, people really talk like that. I mean, it was so over the top. I mean, I well, know, you do, you know you, you, thick you do, accents, you, but you do occasionally get um, the odd the odd Londoner who has been working on the market stall selling fish for the past seventy years <laughs> and does casually slip into oh, hey, Gav, no, I'm all here, mate. Come on, let's go get some fish. But not as a regular, <laughs> not as a regular going on about oh, God, blind Queen Park Rangers. I mean, <laughs> that was a, that's a legend, eh? Hey? Bringing Queen's Park Rangers into it, blimey. Oh, that was funny. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I really, I I enjoyed the episode. I gave it 7 out of 10. Um, There was this one scene at the very beginning when Winchester was operating, and the camera pans out. It's on Winchester and Margaret, you know, Mm. they're bickering. Pans out, and it shows Hawkeye, and he has his comment. Pans out even more, and it shows Potter, and he has his comment. The timing... (laughs) was just so beautiful, and the way the camera moved, yes, it, it was really striking. I just liked that it was focusing, pull out, say his line, pull out, say his line. You know, mm. it was just so well done. Um, so I made a note of it. That was really cool. I actually, you know, I'm a huge Father Mulcahy fan, so I actually enjoyed his little uh, adventure that he had. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, he is there for a specific thing. That's what his job is. He is a, you know, he's there for last rites. That's it. And for you know, existential crisis of the, of the soldiers. But I did note, make a note about the drug addiction. That was probably one of my more, it was more serious part of uh, MASH, which they throw in there occasionally. You get yeah, serious which is what, Well, that's themes. what makes this program so unique. Yeah. Yeah, you can be laughing one minute and then really thought-provoking stuff the next. Hawkeye's reaction to the British Major was great. Um, you know, and then the, the, I loved his second reaction when he realized what's going on because this is a completely different guy. Uh, I like that it was explained, and I like that they be kind of, you know, they kind of became, they understood each other in the end, mm. those two, um, which was really cool. Uh, I just, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, I enjoyed the episode. It was, like I said, it was a nice, steady, fun episode, but not too great and not bad. It was just good. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just an entertaining episode. Oh, Colonel. Was Klinger able to round up any penicillin? No, he struck out at the 8063rd. Let's hope he'll do better at the 80 double nickel, assuming they like the smell of sauerkraut. Uh, Colonel, there's something I'd like to discuss with you. Fire away. Well, I'm afraid I I can't be completely explicit. Would you like to give me a hint? A hint might give it away. Is it animal, vegetable, or mineral? Well, it's spiritual, mostly. That narrows it down. Actually, it's something of a dilemma. Well, what's the dilemma? I'm can't tell I can't me that. that. Uh-huh. Look, Father, I'm kind of busy. You know, I'm trying to rustle up some penicillin. Oh, exactly, exactly. Exactly what? Well, maybe I better be more specific. Hallelujah. After all, I have a responsibility to my fellow man. On the other hand, we have the confidentiality of the confessional, which is absolute. Absolutely. No matter what I do, I fear I'll be in the wrong. You're right, Father. This is a dilemma for the both of us. No, this is my own problem. Something I should work out myself. Whatever you say. Yes. Well, thank you very much for the chat, Colonel. Not at all. You'll have to stop by sometime and tell me what we chatted about. All right, so I'm going to move on to some behind-the-scenes. I found a few for this episode. I will start us off. The title is based on the 1953 play Tea and Sympathy by Robert Anderson. Uh, when they start to drive away the schoolhouse while being shot at, Klinger tells Father Mahakehi, throw it into fourth. 
trying to start driving in fourth gear result in a very slow speed so you have to start in first and work your way up to fourth wow that's uh <laughs> that's proper uh the british soldiers were wearing american dog tags british tags in the korean war were round and not tag shaped yeah that's interesting yeah uh, at one point a british soldier declares that arsenal beat manchester united two to nothing now, no, no Brit would ever say uh, two to nothing, which is an Americanism. Uh, it's always two nil. And uh, they would say it, uh, oh, Arsenal beat Manchester United two nil. Um, it is surprising that Bernard Fox himself, a Brit, did not pointly say it. But they probably didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do such a great British accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye refers to Major Ross as Colonel Blimp, which is, of course, from The Life and Death of Colonel Blimp from 1943. Uh, fun fact! Yay, fun fact! Uh, uh, Alan Alder's support of the feminist movement is a tribute to Sister Elizabeth Kenny, whose cure for infantile paralysis, uh, but wasn't recognised by the male-dominated medical profession for 20 years. The application of her theories cured Alder's own childhood case of polio. Very cool. It's so yeah. weird to me that, that they wouldn't recognise her accomplishments because she was a uh. I know, it still blows my mind. And that wasn't too long ago. You know, this is only 50 years or so. And even now we still have issues, but it's still amazing. You were saying? First of all, who are you? I beg your pardon. Well, you're obviously not the same Martinette who came here before. Whatever do you mean? Today you're all peaches and cream. Last time there were more casualties when you left than when you came in. Young man, you, uh, you missed the whole point. Don't you understand? When I was here before, the men were hoping I'd behave exactly as I did. Uh, once more in English? Only a madman would lash out at a wounded soldier without reason. So if I come in here breathing fire, they realize they're going to be all right. You may think it rather callous, but uh, as you can see, they've responded to it. Oh, yes, yes, of course. The, uh, the Marquis de Sade School of Bedside Manor. Doctor, my men know I wouldn't shout at them unless I expected them to get well. They believe it because I believe it. So your last visit was just an act? An act of kindness. There are times when it's better to slap a hand than hold it. The story of my love life. Ah, yes. Uh, small wonder. <clears throat> you know, you Americans would be well advised to learn a little from British tradition. After all, the charge of the Light Brigade was as much a matter of morale as uh, bravery. Jolly good, Major, but not all your traditions work out quite so well. For instance, for instance, giving your lads tea when they've been hit in the belly, that leads to another tradition, peritonitis. You're sure about that? Uh, quite. Hmm. Well, that does make a bit of sense. I'll take it up to higher authorities, but I don't know if it was anything but tea. Major, we're waiting to hear your letter now. Uh, would you care to join us? Ripping good stuff. No, thanks. I gotta get some sleep. If I don't get 15 minutes a night, I'm cranky the whole next day. Doctor, I, uh, I appreciate how much you care about my men. Almost as much as you do. Well, we each have our different way, don't we? Well, you go your way, and I'll go mine. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me, at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T 
R-E-O-N.com slash GeekyFanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, Direct Download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. A nice, steady, good episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. And a, and a fun a fun British thing for me. I mean, it was just fun. They were so over the top. It made it funnier, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it was <laughs> intended. I don't know if it was intended that way, but it was you definitely kinda hope, You kind of hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would hope so. All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon there, Governor. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. This one's from my Aunt Eloise. Dear Benjamin, guess what? Freddie Simpson sold the pharmacy to a couple from Montpelier, and the chocolate phosphates haven't been the same since. I think they put in too much syrup. Martha doesn't agree with me, but you know what a sweet tooth she has. The upshot is we're no longer speaking. Grandma Bates says her varicose veins have been acting up again. Old Doc Snyder, who also agrees with me that there's too much syrup in the phosphate, says it's just that her girdle is too tight. He may be right. She's always bought them a size too small. I don't know how many times I've told her that's why she walks to the left. Beach, what are you doing? I'm a hit. They love me in there. MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Colonel Potter calls them knuckle. Um, uh, Hawkeye Hawkeye rallies against the British tradition of giving wounded soldiers tea for soldiers with abdominal... Oh, Hawkeye rallies against the British tradition of giving wounded soldier ah, annoys the surgeons with his brisk uh, mm. such as it as in ah, ah. who wrote this thing.
<clears throat> you did. <laughs> oh, I just copied and pasted it. <laughs>